This is Our People and Mother Earth on KWSO. Today we hear from a woman who tells her personal story and how her path led her to follow her passion, helping animals. She recalls the day she first saw wild horses as she passed through the Warm Springs Reservation. My name is Vicki Stoltz-Bennett, and I am affiliated with Safe Acres Animal Sanctuary here in Redmond and a gigantic supporter of the Warm Springs Horse Network. I love being able to help in any way that I possibly can. I'm local. I moved to Culver, Oregon 43 years ago, and I was really grumpy about doing it. I was six and I wanted to stay on the other side of the mountains with my grandma in Dallas, Oregon, in the middle of the concrete jungle. And my dad said, no, you're going to grow up in the country. You're going to get out of all of this. And I was grumpy, and I remember pouting and looking out the window until we got to the flats in Warm Springs, and I saw all these beautiful horses. And I'm like, Dad, look at all these horses. Oh, my gosh. And he told me they were wild horses, and I was in love. I was like, I want to live here. I want to stay here. This is this is the coolest thing ever. And we moved to Culver, and I grew up. My dad didn't didn't have horses. We he's, he we had cattle or whatever, but he didn't think horses were a necessary part of our ranch. So I would wander everywhere trying to find the wild horses. Where are the wild horses? Well, so I spent a lot of time out in the wild, meeting coyotes and just all the wild animals and always looking for the Warm Springs horses. I didn't understand at the time I wasn't in Warm Springs and that the horses aren't everywhere. And so my family is a little bit rough, very ranchy. There wasn't a lot of kindness for animals. So I didn't have any pets growing up. So wild animals were my world. They're where I found sanctuary. It's where I found peace. And, and safety and so I would go on these big walks and any wild animal I could find I just had to save them if they were hurt or I would bring them home and hide them in the haystack and try to nurse them back to health and I just couldn't turn my back on any wild animal that needed my help and I just continued this connection with earth and animals and the genuine spirit that they give you that is never a lie As I got older, my dad encouraged me to, you know, be involved in sports and this and that and to always succeed, succeed, succeed. So I got into that frame of mind, went to college, played volleyball, did everything I needed to do, finally came around and landed right back here in Central Oregon and started a Great Dane rescue for deaf Great Danes um, because they were so abused and they needed somebody that could help them communicate when they couldn't hear what was being asked of them. So before I knew it, I was 24 and I had six deaf Great Danes and I became quite well known in the area for rescuing deaf dogs. I couldn't, I had one acre, I couldn't afford a horse, but boy did I want one. So I saved all my money and then I moved up to two acres <laughs> and as I got older and I became a photographer and I always, I would pull over and roll my windows down and try to zoom in as far as I could every single time I drive to the other side of the mountains just to see the Warm Springs wild horses. For me, they were magic from six years old till 49. 
magic. Vicki Stoltz Bennett and her husband work with animals at Safe Acres Animal Sanctuary in Redmond, helping to locate and rescue horses, mules, and donkeys that suffer from abuse, neglect, or who face slaughter. Vicki gives a heartfelt account of the day she met a friend called Hapai. It was the day she took part in her first training clinic with Anna Twinney, a horse whisperer who has worked with several horses from the reservation, thanks to the Warm Springs Horse Network. Network. Delson Suppa met up with Vicky at another clinic a few months back in Sisters to collect her story. I heard about an Anna Twinney clinic. Up until then, I had never heard of Anna Twinney, and I had never heard of Warm Springs Horse Network, and that was a year ago, one year ago last August. I signed up for the clinic the second I heard about it and walked in last year. The babies were all around in each of their corrals, and I walked in and I saw this beautiful mare, and I was like, look at you. And then I heard a lovely grunt behind me. And that would be my soulmate. Beautiful blue roan paint from the Simnasho area. He was huffing at me. And he was a little stallion. And he was all by himself in the pen because he was a stallion. So he wasn't allowed to socialize with the ladies. And I walked around to look at all of him, and he followed me all the length of his pen, huffing and puffing the whole way. And he complained until I came back. So he chose me. I didn't even ask my husband if I could bring a horse home. I just said, yes, you know, and it's just the most amazing connection I've ever made, human or animal. And thanks to Hapai and Anna, I now have three more Warm Springs babies at home, all yearlings, one from Siksikwa and two from Simnasho. And I just love them. They're amazing. And my husband is here taking this clinic because he has seen how I can interact with the horses and he hasn't been able to do that. So he wants to learn Anna's way. He wants to learn how to do that. He doesn't want to stick to the old ranch style of of breaking a horse. And so I'm so excited that Anna's teachings have allowed me to bring my husband into the same gentleness because he always tells me I'm such a softy. And I am. And then I I met Beth because I was adopting Hapai. And then I I have stalked her ever since. She can't get rid of me. I'm like, do you need this? Do you need that? Can I help Muck? Can I come see the babies? Can I, can I, can I? And I met Arlen and, and I've been blessed enough to drive out there and see beautiful herds and take pictures and, and help document to get them to be adopted and to find, you know, wonderful homes. In her work, she helps horses that have been abused or neglected. She talks about how she knows she's doing the work she was truly meant to do. I've continued my education with Anna for this last year. I've done several courses with her. I've gone to Colorado to follow her around and it's my whole heart. I spent 25 years being a volleyball coach. I thought that's what I was supposed to be doing. And I liked it. It was good. But I always knew there was something else I was supposed to be doing. And meeting Hapai, the instant that horse zapped me and said, you're my human. I own you. And I said, yep, you do. And he has just awakened everything in me that started with the six-year-old girl that saw these amazing horses. And I'm in a position finally where I can help them. I can make changes for them. I can, I can help gentle 
the babies that come in and, and teach them that we're not bad, humans aren't bad, that, that they can be okay with us and they can be safe and they can be heard and they can be themselves. You know, we, we try so hard sometimes to make every horse, every little square peg fit into the exact same round hole and we don't give them the voice of who they are. We don't let them be stoic if they're stoic or silly if they're silly. We say no and it's exciting because they speak to me and they tell me who they are and I accept it and I work with them and I help them become the best version of the human type accepted horse possible without taking away their spirit because that's the spirit I fell in love with when I was six. I love wild horses but I grew up in love with Warm Springs horses. They were my imagination. They were my fantasy. They were everything as a little girl all the way up to a big girl until now they're my reality. And Hapai is the one who showed me, no, I don't have to be a cow horse. I don't have to be a trick rider or a jumper. I am Hapai. I am a spirit and you need to see me and then we need to work together to create a great situation and you need to see all my brothers and sisters and you need to allow them that voice for us to be happy as horses you know it's not enough just to give them hay and a pasture you've got to give them their voice you've got to let them be a wild pony if they need to you've got to let them share with you a little piece of their personality and not try to hammer it down and as you build that relationship, anything you ask of them, they're going to do with you because they know you're not going to hurt them. Her first encounter with wild horses as a child left an impression on her, and she feels a great connection to them. I really can reach a lot of animals on a very deep spiritual level. Um, a lot of abused animals come my way through my whole life. It's been like that with the Great Danes and the gophers and everything. Injured, abused, harmed, possibly because that's how I was as a child. And then here comes, and I really went through the world telling the world what to do. You know, I didn't connect very well with people. I was great with animals, not always good with people. I was successful. I made a lot of money. I traveled the world just adventuring all for myself, <laughs> learning how to make the world obey me, basically, and because that's just how my dad was. So it's how I was raised. But I never lost the desire to serve, to heal, to see, and to answer a call for help that's really not a human one. I hate to say that. That makes me sound sort of, eh, but I do. You know, I, I get these lovely animals that cross my path and they need me. Our sanctuary also has a couple horses that are just too dangerous to ever be ridden. They just need to be horses. So I'm like, okay, you can be horses here. We have room for a couple of you guys. So we have um, a horse who just was so severely abused that she just can't trust humans. She's terrified. She trembles and she just is terrified. But she lets me work with her, and she spent a year with Katie and Carrie from Renegade Equine. So she's learning to trust again, but she's not really safe to ride. So she just gets to be at Sanctuary at Safe Acres. So we have room for all that kind of healing. And as we grow, I know I am where I'm supposed to be. I'm doing what I was created to do. It took me a long time like a helium balloon, to finally land again. But I always come back right here, and now I just know 
and my roots are growing and I love it. I love every single second. There's magic. As long as we don't get so caught up worrying about what we don't think we don't have or there's magic right there. If you just sit quietly for a minute with a wild horse, you'll feel it. They will remind you of what you feel is missing in your soul. They just will. And they'll fill that hole right up immediately. And you will reconnect to so many beautiful things. So many things that bring joy for no reason that you can put a money value on or a house or a car value on. It's a spirit. It's a soul value. It's an energy that you feel go bing because you know it's right. It's just perfectly right. But you have to be quiet enough to feel it, to hear it, to, to listen. It's hard to hear until something like Hapai comes along and demands it. But there's just so much joy in finding that connection to the energy and the magic and the spirit of the wild horse. An organization called Reach Out to Horses, which teaches people how to tame wild horses to be gentle with the goal of preparing them for adoption, put on a training clinic in Central Oregon earlier this year. Anna Twinney is a horse whisperer and did the training with several horses from the Warm Springs Indian Reservation. Vicki describes how her husband's first experience with the training went. He's really excited. He comes home and he just wants to talk, 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 talk about everything he learned and everything he did and everything Daisy did today. And do you know what Daisy? That's what he's named his little paint. But he's like, and now I can talk to you about it because before when you were saying that I needed to do this or I needed to say thank you, I didn't know what you meant. He's like, but now I know what you mean. And and so he's super excited that we can both go forward together with Anna's teaching and incorporate it with our horses and he's like can we do this with all the horses it just have to be wild horses and I said no honey it's the it's the language of equus you can do it with all our horses so he's really eager to work with Callie who is the mare I told you about that had been abused that Katie's been helping so much with he's eager to try it because I'm the only one that can touch her and he now wants to use his new tools in his toolbox he's so excited And it brings me so much joy to see him so excited about the new way as opposed to the old way 40 years ago. You didn't wait for a horse to reach out. You didn't, you know, you had a job to do and the horse had a job to do and this is how you got it done. And so it's wonderful to see him saying, no, I don't want to do that like that anymore. It excites me. It's neat to see him so invigorated because I know that means that Daisy spoke to him, that he heard it. He heard that that I was telling you about, he's finally got it. It's brought us closer together, if anything, you know, and I didn't think we could get closer together because he's just my soulmate human being, but it has. It's this whole new wonderful bridge of energy and soul and spirit. Vicky's love for wild horses was sparked as a young girl when she first saw them as she passed through Warm Springs. She had this to share about what she calls the magic of the wild horse. Growing up as a little girl, an outsider who didn't know anything at all about wild horses or even that they existed, their magic reached me through a car window going 70 miles an hour down the road. And I think if you just take a walk, just go outside and watch how those stallions work with their lead mares and their dominant mares and how they work together. And you see these beautiful connections and these families 
I think you'll see them again. You'll see what's missing again. The excitement, the joy, the power, the majestic, regal energy for survival. I, I mean, they are the epitome of survival, of strength and integrity. And it, just take a walk. You're so lucky. You're so lucky that you can go out there and take a walk. I just challenge you to do that because you can't come back and not feel different if you truly just sit there with them. That is Vicki Stoltz-Bennett, who works with horses at Safe Acres Animal Sanctuary in Redmond and is also a volunteer with the Warm Springs Horse Network. We thank you for listening to our people and Mother Earth. I'm Liz Smith for Warm Springs Community Radio, 91.9 FM, KWSO.